Thanks for coming out this evening. Yeah, I'm gonna turn it over to him. Y'all gotta get loud. Yeah. Let's yeah. act like we have a huge crowd. No, we appreciate that. We gotta be able to make that noise come all the way up to the on our recording devices here. And thank you to Flywheel Brewing for hosting us. This is like TED Talks with beer. So, cheers. Everybody take a drink collectively as we celebrate together. Oh, you're getting dry. All right. <laughs> I, like I gotta back up. I'm yeah. always prepared. As he said, the Beer Talks feature a live podcast, and this time it's with us, Boss Lady Coaching. But if you want to stand up here at some point and talk about something that you're passionate about, you're welcome to do that. Our podcast is brought to you by Fort Knox Federal Credit Union, people helping people. However, they do not, uh, they may not subscribe to any of the topics that we talk about tonight. So our sponsor is not held responsible. That. Yeah, Julia <laughs> can guarantee that. 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 <laughs> but we do appreciate yeah. what they do for the community as well as Flywheel Brewing. Um, we are going to take a minute to introduce ourselves. I'm Holly Sexton. This is Megan Stith and Julia Springsteen. Megan, will you introduce Julia? I will. I know a lot of you know Julia. She is famous around here for um, being involved in so many things. She's an attorney and focuses on small businesses and nonprofits. She's also a professional volunteer. You've probably seen her working with the Friends of Harding County Animal Shelter, and she's given her time to so many different community organizations. Uh, and is especially passionate about providing opportunities for women and girls, which is how we got to all be best friends here. Her end game is to make the community, and I love this, the community we live in a better place for all. She is the better half to Ray, <laughs> and a mom to Claire and Harris, as well as Rosa Dog, Abby Cat, A Cat, I did not wear my glasses up here, um, and Foster Failures, Emmy, and Tina. Which means they didn't make it back in the system. I was going right? to say, I won't ask what made them failures, but well, we kept them. Unfortunately, they're not allowed on the Christmas card, but you know, we fostered four kittens, uh, two got adopted, and these other two just stayed. So if you don't have pets already, watch out because Julia will probably hook you up with one before you leave. I will pimp a puppy to you at some point. Trust me. Um, also, uh, Megan is here. She's my partner in crime. She combines a passion for service with experience in nonprofit leadership and community problem solving. She's a certified professional coach, and she loves shattering stereotypes of millennials. So don't hate on millennials around Megan. She lives on a farm in Payneville with her husband, Philip, which, by the way, it's his birthday. So everybody, happy birthday, Philip, right up here. Birthday. Happy birthday. We never get to go out to the bar on a birthday anymore because we have kids, so like this is great. <laughs> And uh, she's the mom of two boys and enjoys helping people and organizations reach their fullest potential. So a hand for Julia and for Megan. And Holly doesn't really need an introduction, well, but thanks. she is a brand builder and radio host. She's proud to be Tristan's mom, a writer and producer, news reporter, and student in radio and television, although she could teach it too. Thanks. Holly is a friend in Fort Knox, partnered Sean, and bonus mom to Carson and Logan, she believes in thinking globally and acting locally while promoting equality for all. And that's why we're here, and that's why Boss Lady Coaching exists. And she made our mics work, so extra props for Holly. <laughs> well, thank you, and thanks to the sound crew here. Um, and Sean, who's always running cords for us. <laughs> like, hey, can you come here and hold this cord for a second? Again, happy birthday to Philip. Thank you so much to him for spending the evening here with us. And that reminds me of a hashtag we use a lot called uh, he for she if you're not familiar with he for she it's when men in our life or somebody in our life that's male supports the work that we do so this is an opportunity for well megan you can i mean it's easy to share philip is here on his birthday supporting you doing this podcast it is and 
that's exactly what we're trying to encourage in, especially the women that we work with. And um, just to kind of back up uh, one second, just to let you know, um, Boss Lady Coaching um, is our Facebook page. So if you're here tonight, we're actually gonna be doing some giveaways too. So make sure you go on your, I can't read. <laughs> We're getting and that one was for one. me. Okay, it good. was yeah. I, I really should have worn my glasses, but um, the whiteboards are out, so you can hold up questions, which somebody else apparently can read better than I can. Um, you can hold up questions, comments. We really want to make this as interactive as we can. And go ahead on Boss Lady Coaching right now on Facebook. There is a picture of the three of us getting ready, and if you comment on that picture, we're gonna do some giveaways of our Braver by the Day bullet journal that came out this fall, and we'll go ahead and do some giveaways from the comments on there. So you gotta comment, you do have to be here to win, uh, because we wanna say thank you to the folks who are out with us tonight, and if you don't get chosen, we do have journals on sale that we can hook you up with when we get all done tonight. Absolutely. So may, uh, make, make sure to use your whiteboards. Sorry, I know I'm a little loud. I need to turn it down just a little bit. Yeah. Sandra, it's okay to speak up and lean in. And if you're That's not able to about. stick around for the whole evening tonight, we feel free to come and go. We are located right next to the bathroom, so don't worry, we'll call you out on that. Uh, but we will have the episode. Oh, there is one over. Yes, you're right. Oh, good. Thank you. This is the one. This is the really good one. So there's restrooms on the other side, and um, we will be um, having this episode up on our website, um, which you can get there through our Facebook page, again, Boss Lady Coaching. So you can come back and relive every single moment of tonight by listening to this episode later too. <laughs> so Julia, back to he for she. Tell us a story about a way that somebody in your family has supported you. Um, use your mic. Use my mic. Use your mic. All right. Am I talking? Y'all here? Okay. So probably, and I guess you had initially asked how Ray has supported me. And um, there's really, except for a brief flirtation with culinary school, um, Ray has probably supported me constantly. Go ahead. One of the best ways was I quit my job as an attorney with the government the day before Harris was born, 10 years ago. And 10 weeks, or 10 weeks later, we moved to Kentucky. So uh, we moved here with a 10-week-old, a 2-year-old, and he was fantastic in that. All I had ever done was work. So I went from being full-time working, you know, two jobs in college, the whole deal, to full-time mom. And that is an adjustment. So he did not rush me. He said, take the bar whenever you want to. Look for a job, don't look for a job. But that allowed me to get involved in the community, get involved in my children's preschool, um, understand what being a mom even involved completely, and um, really helped me become, like grow into my own skin. Uh, to have the time to think, to focus on what I wanted to, you know, go with the whim, and that helped me grow. And it was fantastic. That's an ultimate he for she, mm -hmm. so bravo. That was good. All right, Megan, you want to share a he for she? Oh, gosh. Well, my husband's the reason I live here, so that's kind of a long story, but um, I'll pick a, a short one. And I think, um, you know, just the example of um, when, uh, gosh, about a year and two years ago, when I was like, hey, there's this coaching program I read about and I want to go through it. Um, you know, wasn't planning on starting a business, wasn't starting on, planning on starting a podcast, but I came to him with this crazy idea of continuing to go through my education, and he's never said no to me, so I think that's something that uh, we should all look for in a partner, is somebody who doesn't ask you, you know, what's your end game with this, or what's, what's the benefit to me, but he's always encouraged me, and definitely would not be sitting here, um, for sure, in Kentucky still, or much less on a stage in a brewery. <laughs> You're right. Getting to talk without all the encouragement he's given me. So, Julia, for you, um, running 
for office, what was that like? Long and hard. <laughs> um, it was fun meeting people and knocking on the door, talking to people, um, learning what they were concerned about about the city, um, learning, you know, just just learning more about the city and what people what people thought was important and uh, what they wanted to do and their ideas. Um, and that was fantastic. I just got to spend six months doing that. Um, I'd still like to work toward that goal. And so, you know, but it was fun. It's a people job. And talk about bravery. I just so applaud you. And anybody that puts their name on a ballot, we are so big on bravery. We've got a lot of folks in the room who are very, very brave. And I think anybody that's putting themselves out there in that way, uh, no matter what party you're with, no matter what your beliefs, we all should be applauded when we have that type of courage. All right, we're looking to you to ask questions, but we did have some questions preloaded, sent to us already via Facebook and Instagram. So, Julia? Yes. So, I am, should I start with the, what are we drinking tonight? What are we drinking? What's everybody drinking? What's everybody drinking? I am a dark beer fan. I spent a couple summers in Ireland, so I have the beer taste of about a 60-year-old Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> I have a porter. It's really, really good, not too filling, and reminds me of uh, my other homeland and a good Guinness. Is that what Philip's drinking too? Yes, we're soulmates in that way. We like we like beer you can't see through. That's generally we go to the bar and just say, give me whatever your darkest one is. I like that. Well, I'm super romantic. Sean is drinking a 16. <laughs> I don't know what that means. What's a 16? All right, there you go, an IPA. And I'm having a mule. What are you having? Uh, I have an IPA as well. An IPA. All right, well, cheers to everybody. It's time to take another drink, collectively. We're going to have to recall Julia back. She's got a rare <laughs> reserve. Just in case you forget to drink. I'm on it. All right, I have a question for Megan. How the heck did you get here? Oh, goodness. <laughs> if you want, stand up and tell your story. Just don't fall off the stage, oh, well, all right? I, I, I'll, uh, stand I'll stand up and regale us. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, no pressure. <laughs> so it all begins with, um, so I come from a family that in, in a community, um, I, I had a great childhood, but I went to a high school where there were three approved jobs. You could be a teacher, you could be a doctor, or you could be a lawyer. Um, and if you were a, a female, you had a lot more opportunities meaning you could be either one of those, or you could marry either one of those. But there generally like wasn't a lot of encouragement to maybe think outside the box. So here I go and end up with an ag degree from Michigan State. Like that, that was not really like the career pathway that was encouraged then. So um, I figured I might make this a little more respectable by going and doing ag econ research at UK. Well, I guess you went to UK and- Oh, it's the meet queue right now. <laughs> Yeah, we should have on Facebook or on, on MySpace. Like, which sounds really good. Yeah. yeah. So I feel old saying that now. Like, what on MySpace? Like, is that a thing anymore? <laughs> uh, so, well, a longer story short, um, find out. Well, if I'm gonna move to Payneville, um, don't know if y'all been out there, but it's in Meade County. And the career pathway I was on in academics and you know agricultural economics research, we don't quite have a university in Payneville I can use that with. So I ended up just doing any kind of job I could um, from being flipped houses. Um, I had a real estate license, which shout out to some of my, Miss Barbara. Um, we go way back to my days at Sun In when I was the world's worst realtor because I was trying to sell houses in um, 2008. And if you guys remember, there was like kind of this housing problem then. Uh, so yeah, it was a really tough year when I first moved out here and could not find a job. So I was having to back up on a farm and uh, we packed up 
all my things when I moved from Lexington and took this leap of faith to say, sure, I'll move to Painville and live on a farm uh, with my soon-to-be husband. And we literally loaded up all my belongings in a cattle trailer, which is really classy. <laughs> they have a little bit like Chris Barley, where I was like, in a van down by the river. <laughs> the same and um yeah my wedding dress was on the cattle trailer for like six months because i know where to live like i literally crashed in his parents unfolded clothes room which we all have one of those rooms right in our house it's like a bunch of junk and you're not sure what to do with it so that was my room i had to sleep and live out of that until uh, we bought some houses that i could squat in while we renovated them so um, it really wasn't glamorous. I, I promise the story has a happy ending eventually. But it was a really, um, just such a time I was so blessed to struggle and be really grateful to have any opportunity I could get. So I never said no to anything and ended up saying yes to a part-time job in our local library just because they would hire me. <laughs> and I didn't have to worry about getting a commission check. So um, that led to different roles within nonprofits and um, that led to taking this uh, coaching program to try to be a better leader and try to be a better boss for my team at work. And then we met. <laughs> and then our meet you. Yes, yeah. so my other love of my life. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're, you're always my girl, what is it, Wednesday, girl crush Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah, well, but anyway, like, like daily. That's a story that I think sometimes people, um, especially the work I've gotten to do, has been so involved with meeting people and building relationships. And sometimes people say, like, or assume I'm from here. And I love to share that experience of um, literally knowing nobody 10 years ago. Like, literally, if her last name wasn't Stis, I didn't know you. Or I was Philip's <laughs> wife, or Philip's soon-to-be wife. And as grateful as I am, it's a fantastic family. I love, love, love my family. But it was a really hard time. So that experience is really why what we do at Ball City Coaching is so important to me because it was the biggest risk I ever like, could ever imagine. Now, like looking back, I'm like, what was I thinking? Why did my parents not like yell at me when <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna move out to the country and figure this out? Uh, but it, that kind of bravery is exactly what we want to encourage, and, and it just comes from my own experience. And that's where you come from. That's, that's my random story that Chris Farley and I have a lot in common, apparently. And I've never heard that story all the way through, by the way. So, And everybody that's here now is part of the network. So welcome. And this is a great way to meet new people. And, uh, and if what we find over and over is that people reach out to us and say, hey, I'm looking for this, and we're able to connect them with the person that can help them. Yeah, it's all about relationships. And that's you know what we've been able to do is get to encourage people to take risks and advance in whatever it is they're doing and that's been so fun to see people come through these challenging situations in their life and, and get to build this network and um, ultimately helps us too absolutely jump in there julia so well so what does boss lady coaching actually do oh gosh we do like and this, oh, the, short, the short story <laughs> the short, <laughs> the short uh, well we have the podcast um and we do a lot of events so you're gonna see we have some really cool things coming out um, with after tonight, um, our next big thing is she started it. So um, anything that we do in terms of generating revenue goes back into community programs like she started it, which is a program that encourages um, girls we bus in from multiple school districts, and they get to watch a film about women entrepreneurs and hear from a panelist of local business women and women who are just killing it in whatever they're doing. And the film is real; like part of it really sucks. Like you get to see yeah. what women have to deal with 
as opposed to their male counterparts when it comes to just pitching ideas. And so these girls are seeing something for the very first time. And so they're going to see the raw and the real, but also the good too. Yeah, and it's uh, it's those kinds of events. Um, I mean, even Holly's done some things that are just so cool that now that we've built this network, people can let us know about opportunities. Or um, I love your Barbie story. So tell me about how you ended up delivering Barbie. It's All right, my favorite. I, Barbie is the quintessential misogynistic toy for me, and so I was like, how can I take Barbie and like just take it and, and tell Barbie to stick it? And then I saw that <laughs> <laughs> they they finally caught up and they've made uh, computer. Uh, programming Barbie, they made astronaut Barbie, math Barbie, they made math Barbie, yeah, yeah. Like that. farm Barbie, with Egg farm Barbie. She has a chicken. She has a chicken. I bought her. Yeah, and we're still working with um, inclusion with dimensions, body image, and that kind of thing. But we were able to take some funds that uh, that we had from some sponsors left over from our projects and buy Barbies to give to Morningside Elementary's Barbie Club. So now all the girls and boys in the Barbie club can, they can explore different careers, not just putting on high heels and bustiers. So yay, that was a win for all of us. That was, that was something I didn't expect out of this partnership. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it, I will say like none of this started with a strategic plan or like a business. Um, I'm a big fan of having a business plan, but um, really it just all started, um, at least the podcast side and anything Holly and I have, have gotten to do, um, that's been all the fun, really fun part. Uh, whether it's been publishing our journal or uh, you know events like this, it really um, it, it happened from Holly asking, um, "Hey, have you ever thought about doing a podcast?" And well, that's so cool. There's a million podcasts, right? It's not a new idea, but I wanted to have a specific purpose, and that was to empower women and girls and the men who love us. Uh, absolutely. So the bravery. So what? Why the focus on bravery? What do you? What do you? How do you define bravery? To Wanda. <laughs> to Wanda. That's to what To Wanda. Any of my Friday and Tomatoes fans in the house will totally like. That's my alter ego. Um, so yeah, it to me everything comes down to bravery. Meaning, um, so many people sit on the sidelines of their lives because they're afraid of if something happens. I don't think I can handle it. If, if you trace all fear back to one cause, it's this fear that I can't handle it. And I just don't think that's true. I think if we give, especially women, um, the right tools, the right people around them, the right encouragement, the right support system, you can blow through any of those fears. And um, I just know it from, again, my own experience, because honestly, like I'm terrified about 90% of the time. This is terrifying like, right now, y'all. Yeah, this is like 99% um, <laughs> terrifying. Like, well, actually, no, 99% fine, 1% terrifying. But um, I just have found that the times in my life when I felt completely out of my element, like I didn't know what I was doing, like I was completely unqualified, those were actually the things that were the most meaningful, the most rewarding, and that ended up being the most fun. So maybe it's just my own experience, but um, seeing that the rewards that come from not being the best, not being the smartest or the most talented, but just willing to be brave in those moments and yeah. do things that other people would not raise their hands and volunteer for. Like, hey, do you want to come to talk to people in a brewery? Like, we've never done this before. I'm like, sure. Sure, let's do it. And along, and to just to, to piggyback on that really quick, doing things. People talk about doing things all the time, and I'm tired of hearing about people talking about doing things. Just do it. 
just That's really, you know, and, or they, they, they perpetuate excuses or they live on a pile of excuses. Just try it. Well, and that's why I, I mean, whenever I volunteered for anything, which everybody wants free help. So, you know, you can ask if you can do something and as long as they don't have to pay you, they'll probably let you do it. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I have found that uh, throughout town, really at the animal shelter, you know, Hey, can I take better pictures of your dogs? Yeah, sure. Why not? You don't want us to pay you, right? No, no, I'm good. Okay, all right, have <laughs> at it. Until someone will pay you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pay you. yeah, well, no, not yet. But, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> maybe. We'll use the network to try to find that. But it's, if you see something that needs to be done, a lot of times if you just ask if you can do it, I've found actually over the last 10 years here that they will let you do it. Um, as long as it's not setting somebody on fire or, you know. You just have to ask. And you just like, have to ask. People get scared to ask because yeah. what if they say no? Mm-hmm. And then you ask the question, well, what if they do say no? You can handle it. And it's not that bad. It'll so, be okay. Yeah, it will be okay no matter what. You have another question? We have I, any questions from I the audience? I have a ton of questions. All right. So are, do we have any questions from the audience at this point? No? No? Right. We have whiteboards. Melissa, we have whiteboards if you need. Something pops in, Lisa. You I too. need to hear you guys cheer real quick because you guys are being too quiet. Let's get a round of applause and get everybody going. Are we here, right? Thank you. Thank you. So, when you in developing boss lady coaching in what's now apparently what is now the era of the Me Too movement, so what challenges did you anticipate or find or did not anticipate? I guess. Yeah, well, this is as serious as we'll get. Like, this is a heavy topic. Token <laughs> serious question. Yeah, but, and I think that's what's really interesting about us. Some of it is just the being in the right place at the right time when, you know, a year and a half, two years ago, the Me Too was not a thing. And um, I think it's been really neat, though, to be able to see. I think what Me Too is all about is being able to understand women's perspective and being in a place where we could share these stories and we could have women on the podcast and we could help um, men especially understand our perspective because I think the misconception is sometimes that feminism is a either or um, concept where you can't be a feminist and um, you know have other opinions. But I think we're really of the, of the belief, like we said at the beginning of Keith Rashidi, that men are so important to this. And especially as Me Too continues, um, I think our hope is that we don't lose um, I think we need to know what we're trying to gain at the end of all this, and uh, it's important that we also make sure men understand we just want to be heard and be able to have this back and forth dialogue rather than being so afraid now of women that um, that we stop that dialogue. I think that's where me too can take us if we're not careful. And closing wage gap, and you know all those other equal rights things. We do want world domination, but just we that. can't tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't tell anybody. <laughs> It was a <laughs> well, and it goes back to everything. It's not a pie. If you bring somebody up to your level, you actually aren't losing anything. You're just gaining an equal that exactly. you can communicate with and participate with and be professional with. So. You should remember something. I should. <laughs> Man. We'll see. I don't know. Scary. So, fun questions. Fun questions. All right. This is a rapid fire kind of thing? It's a rapid fire. Rapid, rapid fire, fire thing. Okay, all right. Dog or cat, Megan? Oh, dog. Dog, dog. cat. Yeah. Dog, dog. cat. <laughs> dog cat. I, I fell in love with one dog. Okay. But other than that, I'm a cat. All right. Yeah. I got a dog and three cats, but I gotta love dogs. 
right, uh, favorite pet name? I'm not sure how to do that one. I always wanted, this is really weird, I don't know if like, my whole husband knows this, but like, I always wanted an English bulldog named Meatball. Oh, I yeah. That would just be amazing if you'd be like, you know, yelling in the air, Meatball! Like, I don't know, it was just weird. I think it'd be cool. Uh, Turd Ferguson, Sean's cat. For real, Turn Ferguson. Ferguson. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. That's I like that. Yeah, for sure. I always, want, I always want a dog named Rabies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it comes to me and shelter too much. You know, Rabies, come Rabies, here. Rabies, come here. So, yeah. Let me know how that would go in the lobby at the animal hospital. Yeah, that didn't work very well. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see Rabies. Surely they'll let you name one for like all the pictures you've taken. <laughs> because I don't have to be very adoptable. They, they do tend to rename some that come in because there's some interesting names that come in with them there's one right now named dog he came up with the name dog oh that's cool see i like that. have we walked him yeah. poor baby have we walked dog like have you ever dog yet yeah he's a little black lab go so visit him big brown eyes come on guys go go get that dog <laughs> his name is dog so anyway or d-o-g um so what would surprise people to know about you oh gosh pass <laughs> <laughs> can we pass before we came here, Megan and I did a podcast with Kayla Anyway, she is awesome, and we'll have that up um, at BeTheBossCoaching.com. But then we had music play, playing afterward. Megan was in my son's room changing clothes. I was in my bedroom clipping my toenails. We were doing the girl thing, getting ready together, and I thought, how cool is this that we have our first girl slumber party getting together before an event thing. So that's something people may not know. It was kind of cool. I was like, oh, I have a girlfriend. Sandra, you have a question? No, I'm just going to get Holly in. Oh, I like metal music. Okay. She has really good taste. Thank you. I like heavy, heavy music. Heavy. Heavy, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, like that. Like a giant burp into the microphone, basically. Okay. Yes. Like that. Yeah, I'm not there. I'm not there. I was going to say, I'm actually really introverted. Like, no. Like, I really love Like, my favorite thing is to go out on dates by myself. Like, by my, like, Your husband's sitting right now there. <laughs> you know, like, I get a few days a Happy year birthday, Philip. like, I'm going to go be by myself for a while. I promise I'll come back. <laughs> I wish I were here alone. But, it's okay. I, I mean, I really, like, I, it's, every, like I said, everything I'm doing, I'm pretty much uncomfortable all the time. So, I've learned to be a little bit more outgoing where people don't yeah. know that, like, secretly it's scary to talk to people. So That's true. I'm still getting over that. So, if I, like, act really awkward around you, it's not you. It's just, like, my training is worn off for a moment. <laughs> I do agree with Megan. That's true. I'm guaranteed to say something awkward anytime. Anywhere, and especially in a public venue, at a party, whatever, I'm gonna say something awkward or inappropriate, yeah. and then later I'm gonna go, I can't believe I said that. I have asked Holly so many times, to be like, oh, can you take that out of the podcast? Because like that totally came out wrong. So we <laughs> well, you can't do that here. Now I can't really. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's really fun when you know just think about the conversations you have, and when they're on uh, being recorded, and then lots of people listen to them. That's just like no pressure whatsoever. So there have been a few like, hey, by the way, can you make this not sound so weird? <laughs> I'm like, mm, I'm not so magic. Sorry, you're getting the weird version tonight. <laughs> Too late. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so what about you? You've got to answer that one, too. Yeah, no, it's I, I, it, For the last eight months, pretty much everything about me has been on 
some sort of social media, but because of politics. Yeah, but okay. um, well, I mean, it's I don't know. God, what would surprise y'all at this point? Um, I don't kick puppies. I like them. Um, <laughs> The, uh, um, I do love my children. Um, I'm not going to follow them to college uh, like my husband is threatened to. Um, and I'm as neurotic as anybody else. So that's you mean probably, anybody at this table? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I match the neuroses here. So we are in good company as far as um, I still bite my fingernails. How about that? So, nasty habit. Don't do it. Um, all right, biggest parenting fail. And I actually have one for that um, because I asked my children. It's bad when your children can tell you your biggest parenting fail, isn't it? That's yeah. not good. So, so, what they so the 10-year-old boy and the about-to-be-12-year-old girl, you know, God help us all. Um, <laughs> the, uh, those of you who know me well might know that I can cuss like a sailor when it's necessary and appropriate. Do we need to put NSFW No, I, I won't. No. no, this is actually an okay story. We're going to be first. <laughs> we're a child in the audience. <laughs> So we're in Louisville, we had a three-year-old and a one-year-old, and we're going to Louisville, so for some little festival thing, it's Saturday, let's go stay busy. And, you know, we're lugging all the parenting stuff around. So we're in this parking garage, loading, reloading all this stuff at the end of the festival, and my three-year-old, she's tired, she's hot, she's, you know, she's wandering around the car waiting for us to get all loaded up, and she's muttering. And Ray looks at Claire and goes, you know, Claire, what did you say? Get in the damn car. She said that to you? Yeah. How old is she? Now she's 12. How old was she then? She was three. three, years three. I like her. <laughs> Good job, Mom. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's my therapy or her therapy we have to contribute to, but anyway, there you go. So, <laughs> Maybe the positive. Yeah, and that's what Harris reminded me of today. That was great. So, anyway. I don't know whether to be serious with this one or not. Yeah, good job, Mom. Do it. Do it. All right. I, I don't know. I kind of want to tell a funny story, but... Um, okay, we can take this out later. Um, uh, Tristan, he is himself and I have always tried to um, help him navigate social situations, which is a really bad idea, because I'm not so great at it. But um, my worst parenting fail is not letting him be him. How about that? I know it's not funny. No, it's just a parenting, it's a parenting fail. Very meaningful, I know what you mean. Yeah, I just need, he's cool. I just need to let him be him and other people can figure it out. Well, I was worried I gave my child brain damage uh, recently. How did you get your child? Okay, see, we've got a funny one. Yes, well, it was not funny at the time, but now um, I think he's okay, but he's, uh, and he's been weird now that he never does. In the future, I'm going to be like, that was that time I gave him Pepto-Bismol. So, you gave your kid Pepto? Yeah, apparently, like, that's the thing you're not supposed to do. It has aspirin in it. Yeah, well, I grew up, I, and again, I'm a little neurotic, so, like, I would get stomach aches when I was little, and I'm not, but I got fed Pepto-Bismol left and right growing up. So, apparently now, that's not a good thing to do. So, he had this virus, and he kept having stomach things going on for, like, two weeks, so I was like, well, here, take some Pepto, you'll be, you know, better in no time. Well... Thank you, Philip, for taking him to the doctor because it kept going on long enough. And they told us, like, this can really, like, it can give you brain damage. Pepto-Bismol so, can give you brain damage. Okay. child brain damage. So, and here I felt like the worst parent in the world. And the fun thing about these symptoms is they're like, it takes, like, three days to know whether your child has a problem. And you need to, like, rush them to the <laughs> ER. Because like, they will go into, like, a coma and never be the same again. And, of course, like, this is stuff that... The internet is not helpful for whatsoever. Because, no, like, don't Google Pepto-Bismol brain damage. Came off the doctor being like, oh, the doctor said you shouldn't have done it. And I'm like, well, why? Like, 
what's going on. He's like, yeah, it's something about the brain. And I was like, oh my gosh. It's like, I'm Googling, like, all this stuff. And then I was like, okay. Don't Google. So what happens if you give your child brain, like, have this model, like, how long until you know if they have brain damage? Like, it's literally in my Google search history now. Like, how long do I have until I know I've screwed my child up? Sixth grade. And that's not even <laughs> and done this here's what to do like there was no one there it was everyone to be like yeah you messed up but there was no help whatsoever so the problem is Colin's a little bit um, I've talked about him a little bit on the podcast he's either gonna be a cult leader or a CEO or a politician like he's, he could kind of go either way so he's already a little bit just kind of charismatic so yeah so to have to like watch him like a hawk for three days and be like are you going to do something weird that he's going to need to rush you into the yard? It so, may show up later, Megan. I think he's I'm just okay. perpetuating he's your parental still alive. Yeah, so now I'm going to worry about that. So, like, when he d- drops out of college or doesn't get a 36 on his ACT, it's going to be because I gave him Pepto-Bismol one time. So don't do that because now I have to live with that for the rest of my life. On the bright side, he'll always be an overachiever after this. There you I go. Mean, well, I just didn't want to have a I thought that was okay. I had it when I was little and I thought I turned out fine, but now I'm questioning that too. I, I, I had a really good, good, wholesome, condescending nurse's call about Pepto-Bismol when Claire was about three or four because she's a puker. So, yeah. 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 I, I just you know, I, re- I would have rather face Google than that nurse. And I just, I blame <laughs> all the things we freak parents out about because, like, here I was worried about, like, GMO stuff and, like, pesticide residue and, like, all these And what's in chicken nuggets? Yeah, like, yeah, what's in chicken nuggets? too many chicken nuggets this week. No. Like, and what's in the hot box? Like, you worry about that stuff, and you spend all your time worrying about these things that don't matter, and then, like, this other thing, like, how did I... That happy pink stuff that makes you feel good. how did I miss this? There was no manual that... I don't know. I guess this is the thing that I... And sometimes you just miss the thing that... It may show up. Yeah, 10 years from now, it may show up. It's authentic, right? Sherry, you screw up all the time. We do Thanks for being vulnerable there. I appreciate it. That's like the most recent story. I didn't say the whole story. That's what's scary. All right. How are we doing for questions? Do we have any more? Do we have some giveaways we want to do? I'm actually out. I think we have some giveaways. And okay. Unless the audience, come on, y'all got to have questions. I mean, I, we can't be more I think they just came to drink. Beer. I just came to drink. All right. Everybody drink. Everybody cheers. drink. All right. Yay. Cheers. Thanks for coming. All right. Woo. We're going to do some giveaways. Megan. You want to pull some of those up oh, after you drink? Yeah, yeah drink first. Oh, okay. I want to drink. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's see. All right, last chance to get your comments in so I can get somebody. What is the journal? You want to explain the journal? Oh, yeah. Thank you. By um, the way, what are you giving away? Why would people want this? Oh, you are so... Oh, my gosh. I'm watching myself on Facebook. How did this happen? Are you? on my phone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you are. I feel like this is the Matrix. <laughs> Brave, it doesn't take brilliance, it just takes a habit. And 
I was working with some clients and I would like print out these handouts that they could write down one thing a day that they did to push beyond that comfort zone. And frankly, I got tired of printing stuff out. So I just mentioned to her casually, like, I really want to make a journal so I can, at the very least, make this easier for myself. And if other people want it, great. All I heard was, I'm going to make a journal. <laughs> so this was like my New Year's resolution for 2018, and I hate resolutions. So I, I literally all year thought about, how can I not have to do this and talk my way out of it? So in October, I just casually mentioned to Holly, I was like, you know, I've had a lot going on this year, look at all these other great things we did, and I just, I don't think I'm gonna get to the journal this year. And I got like, I got the Holly look. Can you give us the Holly look? This works really well for audio. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Sean and I will venture to say, you've never gotten the Holly look this time. I'm so. like, I'm skeptical. I'm I like, and is that gonna happen? That's gonna happen. I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> I need to get a picture of what the Holly look looks like. Um, Holly look? Because she didn't say like, you really need to do that, but it was like, as I could feel the words and the word bubble coming out of my mouth, like all these excuses. Yeah, a pile like, of excuses. That's yeah. where a lot of people live. Not that you live there, but no, yeah, I you were going to with this thing. Yeah. So I like had to suck that word bubble back in and be like, fine, I'll go do it. So um, we um, put this together with the help of um, an amazing designer. Um, we've got um, some soft cover versions, we've got hard cover versions here. And again, it's really simple. We just wanted one thing a day that you can put down and um, some space for you to, to make notes for the upcoming week. I'm really glad I can't read that. No, it was it was good. I, I mean, right. no, it's a good question actually. It's, so, with the new year, what are the boss lady coaching goals? Um, we want to have a kick-ass. Um, she started it, and thank you so much, to everybody that's donated so far. So that's that's one goal I'm working on, and we have some secrets. I can't tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you later uh, on the DL. All right. Oh, what are your goals? To rule the world. To rule the world. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think this, like, this was not even something we thought about a month ago. So I'm already a big fan of 2019. I think we're killing it. So anything from here, um, I don't need to make another journal this year. I'm really stoked that that's off the list. So I really don't have any big ambitious, like, Let's try to make a little bit of money. We can put it in some programs, and that's about it. Um, one thing I would like to add to that question, or to, to answer that question, is music. Music was really important for us last year, and I would like to see more musicians, more, more art. Um, I'd like to see more dance therapy. I would like to see more ways for people to get creative with how they um, fight inequality, frankly. I'd like to see how they're using art. I don't know how that's gonna work yet, but I would like to see music and dance, comedy, those things come into play for the Boss Lady Coaching Podcast and our guests. And that's what's so cool though, we never know yeah. who's gonna be on. So yeah, any of those things resonate with you and you wanna come on the show and talk about it, that's what's so neat is, I just assume like Holly knows everybody, um, but occasionally there are people that we haven't met before that come across our radar and it's so neat to get to meet people that um, you know we never heard of before or even to get to know people that we think we know on a deeper level. Like now I know all about Elena James and um, her, her history trip. of farting in front of her husband. <laughs> we did talk about that on our last episode. So sometimes that's what calmed me down about tonight was I listened to that this afternoon. I'm like, okay, I can I can do this. You can yeah, do that. Right. Yeah, yeah, we right. totally yeah. talked about farts. So we're not serious all the time. 
Yeah, that was our only not safe for work episode we've had so far. It was the last one on our Facebook page, so you can check it out now. If, if this has intrigued you enough, it is, it is really fun. We had a great time. We had a question um, from the audience, and it was gift, no, re-gift, donate, or? Try to take back if it's something you got. Or try to return. Or something like that. Okay, well, what do you do? All right, Julia. What would I gift? Uh, if you get something, do yes. you re-gift it that you don't want? Do you re-gift it? Do you return it? Or do you donate it? Or just hang on to it. Or hang on to it. it there's a Amy, Marie, whatever. There's a room, yeah. there's a room in our basement that it sits there until I get it to Goodwill, depending on who gave it to us. Um, if it's the in-laws... It may sit there longer than usual. <laughs> and if they come out like once a year when they come to visit. Well, yeah, luckily, yeah. So um, it's <laughs> tricky. It's tricky. Depends on the recipient. But usually it will sit in a room and then it will go to Goodwill or somebody who actually needs it. Um, so that's what I got. Yeah, I love to get rid of stuff. Like that makes me feel before this tidying up and like Netflix thing of how minimalist we should all be. Um, I love to do that. But honestly, I would probably hang on to it because working in nonprofits. Um, especially, I love to gather office supplies and like we're getting oh, the farm machine show time of year where I'll go around in every ag booth and uh, in Louisville I'm going to be picking up my pens and my notepads for the next year. So I do have a tendency to be like, even if I can't use this, I could probably bring it to work. I could probably give it to somebody. Um, so that's maybe a little bit of a hybrid. Of so all, like re gift donate? I'm, I'm like playing the middle of the line here, not taking a stand. So I think it just kind of depends. So you should that crazy office. lady that hands people pens from farm shows. I get really excited about that. <laughs> Does everybody else? I anybody else? You a thank you now before on, uh, on tractor, no papers. <laughs> That's not the carpet Sorry if I have. Yeah. Alright <laughs> right, y'all, if you don't have any more questions, we're going to wrap up. And uh, we have some giveaways on Facebook. If you want to tag that you're here. Yeah. If you want to tag that you were here, uh, we'll give away some of those braver by the day journals. Thank you so much to Julia for coming in tonight and being with us. Also Megan Stith, and thank you to Flywheel for having us. You'll be able to listen to this later and get tools and all kinds of fun stuff on bethebosscoaching.com. Thank you so much for having us this evening. We thank you.